This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, we're holding Pashas Nuts over here, and we're up to, um, I guess it's page 752, if you're on the page, and, or it's Pashas of Naziris. The first one is going to be a um, Chinuch. The Chinuch is speaks about the Indian of Nazirus and some of the elements of it. Mishosha Mitzvah, Hakdama. So let's, I guess, preface his Hakdama. Mitzvah of Nazirus deals a lot with kind of mortifying yourself, denying yourself wine, which was a very, very important part of their, it was more than the diet, it was sort of the lifestyle. And so I guess of all the mitzvahs of the Torah, this is the one that most sharply um, deals with taking things that are permissible and moving away from it because it's something that is not, um, that's just not, it doesn't, it's not conducive to Kedusha. So you have the cutting of the hair and the wine, and this is a topic that he's going to speak about. Because we find in this world a, a creature that has in itself both a physical and intellectual element, which is man. Um, that in order that this creature as it is, should be of praise to God, in other words, reflect God's greatness. That this creation should have all the possibilities and all um, the ability to take from everything. If not for this reason, that God wanted us to be part and parcel of the physical world. In, in terms of our soul and, and mind, we're not different than angels, and there's no reason why we should be stuck in 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 in, in, a, in a in a context that's so um, that that's so jarringly different than who we are. In other words, and it's and let's explain. It's not only, it's not only that we, uh, you know, that it happens to be physically located. The mind is physically located in the body, and you, you know, you sort of, uh, you if you kill the body, the mind goes with it. It's deeper than that. The fact that let's say the the smartest, intelligent, deepest person has an appetite, and he's hungry, and he can get into food big time, and so you have this great mind with depth and uh, intelligence and high intelligence and sensitivity is still indulging in things that are so coarse and physical and um, forget about being proper improper, just so um, at odds with what he is. But that, that's what it means to be ensconced in something physical. But as far as the mind, the pure mind of a person, that's something like the the angels. 
because Hashem wanted us to be part of this world, he, um, we have to live in a physical environment, meaning not only just, you know, the brain, in, a, in the, the mind and the brain. It, it means our whole self is in, involved in something physical. And we don't have the option to opt out. We have to take care of ourselves. You have to cook, eat, mind your household things, and so on. If a person doesn't take care of himself physically, he's gone. So we have no choice. We need to be involved in the physical world. Then came... Um, being that that's what man is, so he he must separate need from that which is not necessity. So I need to take care of myself. I need to eat, to drink, to be clean, to to to, to have a place to to live, and all these things. Because that's that's the only way possible to be over there, Baruch Hu. But I need to draw the line between what I need and just getting drawn into it. First, I want to stop a minute and um, and uh, sort of note a point about this. When we talk about us versus the way other religions. Uh, specifically Christianity, I guess, might view certain things. The, the, um, we, we don't believe that, these, that, that the vote of a person is to deny necessities, but rather it is to define necessities as necessities. So just like, let's, let's give an example uh, in eating. Let's, let's take religion out a second. The, 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 I, eating has two extremes, neither which is good. You have the glutton and you have the anorexic. Neither the two are good. Um, and because both of them, their personalities have become enmeshed with the eating. The person who's, who's a glutton, is, is eating becomes his source of pleasure. And instead of food just being a way to supply his body with its needs, it's become the reason to live. And for the anorexic, it's the opposite. It's the denying himself. I saw actually a very cute T-shirt that a huge, heavy person was wearing. And on the back, it says, congratulations, I've defeated anorexia big time. The, 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 um, the, 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 neither of the two, because both of them have made food part of their life. The, 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 the person who does it right is the person who just he approaches food as a need. What do I need to eat? What's good for me? What's healthy? And I go on. So he says, um, so a person needs to be sure to supply his needs and not to neglect them. So it's to supply his needs only without neglecting. An individual is not allowed to, you know, go through and do modifications. The Gemara says that there's a chiv to keep it alive. The, the, when the Prophet says, don't be too much of a tzaddik and don't be over smart because you're going to become destroyed, that's what it means. 
and, and that's that's very important to understand. Let's let's put it in context. This is God's ways are pleasant, and its pathways are peaceful. So what it means is that Hashem's mitzvahs and Kiyama mitzvahs is in harmony with the world that he created. So if a person finds his practices beginning to take its toll on the person, then he's doing something wrong. Um, it should not. It should not be um, at, at at loggerheads with the world. So al tzitzik harbe means if your tzitzkis is taking a toll on the self, then you are doing wrong. There's not there, it, too much of a good thing. It's a guy. It's uh, the Torah is 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 given to bring out the ruchis in a person. But the body was made um, to fit that. So, for instance, let's say a person, if, if a person has uh, um, a car and he uses it to haul racks and it takes its toll on the car because the car was never made for it. Um, the, 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 uh, the car, if, when you use something for what it's made, it should ideally function at its optimal. Vezui kdushas hanozu malosu. This is what the Christian says. So the Torah picked two elements that a person enjoys, but rather um, it's something that he doesn't need. So drinking wine is a pleasant activity, <coughs> but it's something that we don't need. And therefore, a person accomplishes a drawing away from the physical world without it being destructive physical world. And growing the hair, it's interesting because different shittas speak about what is the inuit of the hair. Most seem to indicate the shaving of the hair. But bottom line is, hair, a person cares a lot about the appearance, the hair is very important. So neglecting it that it's overgrown or undergrown, in either case, is not good. And therefore, what he's doing is basically he's drawing away from physical activities that are not important. The mile of this is that the Yitzhahara, um is becomes um, he's able to um, subjugate the Yitzhahara through it. But but it's not destructive. It's strengthened the seichel. So, so a person who takes, who, who draws away from luxuries, he, it increases his brain power. A person who eats too little is loses some acuity of his brain. A person who takes stays away from junk food, um, arguably he, he's in a better, you know, is, is, you know, too heavy of a meal, too fat of a meal, too sweet of a meal. It's also not good. You know, when a person does it right, it, it sharpens his seichel. And it, not only because physically, I don't know, the, whatever it is, the fat, the energy, sugar, but simply the person's not in a mood of indulgence, he's focused on seichel. And the person is, the person realizes, um, the person becomes 
the realization of what the Tassabri is. Tassabri was that a spiritual entity survived within a physical reality and he uplifts it. I once saw, I saw from the names of different people, so I, I assume it was fairly universal, <coughs> that somebody um, wanted to sort of work on his type of eating, so he poured a lot of salt over his food. He oversalted his food. So I forgot who it was. I, I've heard it, I've seen it different names in places. He told him that it's very not healthy, so salt's not healthy for you, so you're ruining your health. He rather advised him to undersalt his food, to take all salt out. He said that way it's, it's not at all damaging your health, and it, and it comes to the same thing that there's no, there's no uh, flavor in the food. Varaya. He wants to bring a raya that the growing of the hair is also for that reason. So he brings a famous story here, we'll say in short, in, we'll say in short that Shimon Atzadik said he never would eat another, the ashram of another tummy, the karma of another tummy, because he said people would get into Zerus and they would lose it and they would not get out of it, they become very, very upset, and they would say they wish they never did it. So he felt there was a very like. But he said once he saw a very good-looking nuts that came to him, and he had long, beautiful locks of hair, and I told him, why do you want to destroy this hair? Because at the end of the years, I'm going to shave it off. He said, well, I was uh, a shepherd for my father, and I took a look in a well of water. Those days, he had no mirrors, so the closest he got to a mirror was a well. And I looked at myself and said, oh, you're so good-looking. Um, you know, uh, I, ha- I have some plans for you. So I told me, Sahara, why are you so, um, why so arrogant? He said, I'm going to be riding in a grave one day, and this is all very ephemeral. I, 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 I make a shvur that I'm going to cut you off, L'shem Shemayim, which means Lazarus. So he says, and therefore, um, the, he, uh, Shimonat Sadik said, this is an appropriate reason for Naziris. Let's three lines that paragraph. Balken, that's, and that's why we're told to shave him clean. Um, and he's not allowed to leave over any of it. Either overgrown hair or totally shaven hair that destroys a person's, it, it, it's damaging to a person's image. And today, as man as I'm not sure, uh, people go here very, very long and they also shave everything down. And both of them are considered to be attractive. So I don't know if it's going to give us an Azabak upon him. That was Nazir's. Now he says like this You're going to ask me a question. Um, it says that the reason Nazir is supposed to bring a carbon is because he denies us of wine. He says, no, this, I, I have an answer for that. Being we said before it's a balance. A person needs to reach an optimal point where his body is preserved in the best way possible and 
anything else is discarded to allow for the mind to completely expand. He said, in the denial of the zeros, maybe there was something destructive. For instance, let's take an example. There, there are luxuries in life, and admittedly, we could do without chocolates and stuff like that, but if a person were to completely deny himself, there's a part of the person that might still need it, and the person would walk around depressed or upset or whatever it is, and then the person is, is taking away from the ability to function. So in the zeros is the delicate balance, and since you're playing with something very, very um, very crucial to a person's functioning, um, therefore there's room for a carbon kapara that maybe the Naziris I accepted on me didn't allow me to fully express everything. So the Ramban says a different pshat. He says, He says, he says the opposite, and it's not the opposite in a sense, it's, it's, it's just a different facet. He says, somebody was a Nazir for, for a Tkufa, 30 days at least, and he experienced a much higher form of spiritual life. For him to turn around and to become a, uh, to turn around and to become uh, again a regular person, there's something about it that is a, an Avera, and, uh, or it's something that needs a Kapar at least. It's interesting. It's it just a thought that you have, um, it, you know, it, it almost is inevitable. We have high moments in the year, uh, Yom Kippur. So everybody reaches a peak on Yom Kippur, and nobody can continue that peak on all year round. It's almost... You know, I guess sometimes you ask a, a wealthy man to make a very, very special effort to donate this year. He comes up with, instead of his usual 25000 he comes up with 100000 because it's very, very special. Come back to the next year and say, listen, I see last year do 100 There's no reason why I can't do 100 this year. He gets very annoyed. So it's kind of, I was on Yom Kippur, and um, now I'm being asked, so why, why isn't tomorrow Yom Kippur and the day after Yom Kippur? Well, I, I, all that was because Yom Kippur was Yom Kippur. So, so why do you expect the next day to be Yom Kippur and so on? A person who is in yeshiva, a person who is in yeshiva years, and he's very, very into it, very dedicated, very committed, there's going to be a, 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 a drop down, just, just the, the nature of things. He's no longer learning all day. He's no longer in a cocoon of a yeshiva. He's outside and dealing with people and facing people. So, so, so like, what's the expectation? I mean, so I'm thinking possibly it's a thought of mine that what, the, what Ramban means, it's not so much an Avera, but at least to recognize the distinction. In other words, just like when a person makes Havadullah, it, it, it's, it's important for him to recognize the unique Kedusha of Shabbos, and Shabbos was distinct, and everything afterwards is whole, and yes, Chol is, is, is blasé compared to Shabbos, but that helps to recognize Shabbos. When a person is in Kippur, and then Motzi in Kippur, he recognizes, it is now, like we blow Shafat to signal it's the end of Yom Kippur now, that helps preserve the Shabbos of Yom Kippur. The Chattas, it's not a real Chet, but it's built into the system, of Naziris is to recognize that 
I'm stepping down again. And yes, I may have this right thing to do, but at least it helps you recognize the Kedush that was. Um, then we just bring here the Ramban, which, which says that point in, in just the, that the person should have actually done it. And again, I think what it means is that, A, it's a recognition of what was. Secondly, it's also, there should be some change afterwards. It's like, if you went through a good Yom Kippur, the next day is not going to be Yom Kippur again, but it'll be something better than the day before Yom Kippur. Okay, let's see a few more to be shown in here who speak about Nazirus. Uh, it's the same page of 754. <coughs> Rabbi says, <laughs> Wine is something which in itself is not bad, but it brings on a lot of chatoim. person becomes loose, the person becomes out of control, and when it starts to be a um, so he says that the growing of the hair is something which it's associated like with Avelos. It, it's 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 the person feels um, he's got weight on the shoulders, so to speak. Machaya says here a point. It's in Kabbalah's firm, kind of. It, it's 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 the following way. Different elements in a person's body represent um, different essential qualities or points about the world. The hair is something that's not um, a physical integral part of the body. It's sort of the um, doesn't have you know it's it's not doesn't have a nervous system, doesn't have uh, blood vessels. It's kind of dead stuff that grows and not particularly anything useful as such. So the hair is seen as being the most gross. It's as if you have extra stuff and it squeezes through. So the hair is, quote-unquote, the extra material pushing through the body. And that, so, so it represents anything which is excess and, uh, and, and, and Moses, so the person needs to get rid of it. Svarno, he says he shouldn't, um, he should not fast um, because all it does when you don't eat all day, especially if you don't have a coffee, you can't be over the Hashem, and your daffing goes down the drain, your learning goes down the drain, it's actually people go down the drain. So, so fasting a lot is not going to help you go over the Hashem. And he shouldn't go around hitting himself the way different uh, um, heads of other religions do. And if you really think about it, um, it's, in some ways, there, there's a certain adrenaline that makes it easier to do crazy things. So, so, so crazy, wild, over-the-top things, while normally more painful, more difficult than that, are, are definitely things that are, um, you know, they, they're not good for the person. He said... Restraining himself on small things, but in significant things, um, is 
like wine. He says, here he has something which takes him away from Yitzhahara, and yet does not allow, it doesn't weaken him, and so on. I want to give an example. Let's give him something else. You have all sorts of fringe groups that, in order, like, like for in the of Kedusha, they dress with a thousand and one veils and and uh, you know glasses and and, and darkness and all sorts of things to sort of um, be uh, it, it, it completely I don't know out of out of it and it carries within itself. Besides the fact that you kind of look nuts, it also carries in itself issues, obviously. For a person to be on God and to be able to walk and not to look where he shouldn't look, but not in a way where he wraps himself in six layers of, of, of uh, garments, but he, um, he just loses control of himself. He doesn't look at what he doesn't have to look, and his mind is someplace else. It takes a lot of self-control, but it's it, it's it's so far greater and, and much better than the person who's completely um, you know who, who goes the other extreme. If the person is able to do it in the context of, of the physical reality, the person is a lot ahead of, of of the other people, and that's a very very and it's across the board. People will either be big balatayva. And indulge in whatever it is, or the next step is to go to certain extremes, which carry the problems within themselves. To have that healthy, difficult moderation, meaning being able to moderate the activities and control them um, with self-control, is very most difficult. And that's but that's the love of Hashem. Let's see one more piece in the Rambam Martin Vuchim, where he speaks about um, the refraining from wine because of how disgusting being drunk is. So wine in moderation is, is regular eating and drinking. People in those days ate and drank. Wine was part of it. To get together for a drinking party. <coughs> you ought to consider it much more of a busha. Nifratism more than uh, uh, people being naked in a house together and indulging. Um, it says, and it, it says, imagine people being all undressed and um, and uh, doing what they need to do in, in a public place. Y- y- you would say, oh my gosh, this is as the prayer as can be. But it has to be at least it's a body function, they need to do it. But drinking is a choice that a person makes to do something that the body didn't push him to do. So he says, um, and the issue with Arias is an ideal. But he says, but the um, but where drinking destroys a person, a person's mind and body, that's something that a person's deepest instincts should rebel against. So it says, and it's something that I guess it's a more of that many people don't wish to learn. 
drunk, he says drinking is two terrible things to it. First of all, it's not a normal, when a person indulges in relationships that he shouldn't, so the drive, the sexual drive is in a person. And it's there, and it, and it needs to be there. So it's a question of just holding it at a certain point, and that might be difficult. Drinking is not at all a need, there's nothing pressing from inside. It's a decision that you want to go crazy and like the looseness of it. Secondly, um, the, the Gnai of Arias, the fact that all these things are wrong, it's, it's, it's not, there's no, it's not, you can't translate into physical, simple terms. It's something we recognize, but it's not um, in, inherent. Drinking that it destroys a person's body and mind, and by the Rambam, some destroys a mind is a terrible thing. That's something that the very sacred person should refute. And that's why a person, anybody who's a Vardas, needs to stay away from drinking in a, in, a, in a way to get drunk. You know, the normal drink people, that was part of the meal those days. That was not, that was the norm. But anything that was past it in order to, to lose yourself is something a person needs to stay away from. Uh, I would obviously extend it to drugs and other substances as well. Uh, today, where drinking wine is not part of the meal, might be, a, you know, a, where a person is doing it for that reason, that's, that would also be in that category. Okay, hold well, on.